Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about the copper colored peoples of America and around the globe. Again, today's conversation is the copper colored peoples of America and around the globe. That's going to be today's conversation. And while we break it down, this word copper color, we're going to need some help, right? We're going to need some help. So we're going to use the 1828 dictionary. We're going to use a couple of memes. And we're going to use some um, some sources that I got, 19th century sources. And we're going to go over these sources so we can show the copper color peoples around the globe and the copper color peoples in the Americas. So for our foundation... We got to say, where did we get this term copper color from? Right? That's the question that we ask ourselves. And what popularized this term copper colored? Because we see that so frequently now. So, you know, people calling themselves copper color as a title. And we're just going to take a deep dive in where this word came from and who was called copper color. Right? What did they look like, the people that was called copper color? So, again, we're going to the 1828 Dictionary. And we see the term American is going to be our first stop. And it says American, a native of America, originally applied to the aboriginals or copper color races found here by the Europeans, but now applied to the descendants of Europeans born in America. So a couple of things, right? We see the term aboriginal, right? We see the term copper colored and we see a switcheroo took place. We see that American was called to one people. And then it changed in which the Europeans began to call themselves America, right? So we identify the switcheroo right away. But we're kind of familiar with the switcheroo with the so-called white man in America because not only did he take on the title of American, he took on the title of chief as well, right? So you sit in the big seat and you run the company, you're called the CEO, which is the chief executive officer. Or if you're the underboss, you're called the COO, which is the chief operating officer. Or if you're sitting in the bigger seat, which is located in Washington, D.C., and you're the president. In wartime, your title is the commander-in-chief, and in peacetime, your title is chief executive, right? So not only was this switcheroo game played on the people as a whole, individual titles were taken as well, right, from the aboriginals of America, right? So let's continue. So, what is an Aboriginal? According to Webster, Aboriginal is the first original primitive Aboriginal people are the first inhabitants of a country. Aboriginal tribes of America. The second definition is a primitive inhabitant. The first settlers in a country are called Aboriginals, as the Celts in Europe and Indians in America. So, now we got more of a clear definition of what an aboriginal is and we also see that aboriginal and indian is the same thing because sometimes we have a aboriginal community that make it look like they're two things like oh you know those mongolians are indians and you know we're black people we really the aboriginals and we were here first and you know they kind of play that game but webster say not so right because we're not making up our own definitions as we go along 
Aboriginal and Indian, it's the same thing. It's, it's not two different things. It's the same thing, right? So let's continue. Now, we're going to take a look at copper. And what was the color of copper as it was identified by the Webster's 1828 Dictionary, right? And we got it highlighted. We made it easy for you. Okay. Copper is a pale red color tinged in yellow. That's the color of copper. Pale red tinged in yellow. Not brown, not dark brown, not chestnut, not almond. <laughs> a pale red tinged in yellow. Right? So now we kind of got a little foundation about where this term copper color came from. And it came from the American. And the American came from what? The Aboriginals. That's what they was initially called, the Americans. And it was a switcheroo done. But the Aboriginal and the Indian is the same. They're not two different types of people. They're the same people. And they were called copper color races. And we see that copper color is a pale red tinged in yellow. Right? So... Moving forward, what can we say about copper color peoples and what did that really mean, right? What is the real deep meaning of a people being copper colored, right? You know, what did this term mean? Was it a hidden term? I mean, like, what did it really mean? Well, copper colored only means light skinned. That's it. It's not the fancy. It's nothing exotic about it. It's nothing special about it. Copper colored means light skinned. That's how we would say it today. So moving forward, it's imperative that our community are fully aware of what this term means. Because I kind of see it being used loosely like, right? We got brothers and sisters. They have the shade of like a Shaquille O'Neal or a Whoopi Goldberg. Or a Wesley Snipes and they saying their name is Copper Color Jojo and Copper Color Eddie and Copper Color Shamika. But that's not what that means. Right. And, and again, we're not making up our own definition. So England, Britain, Great Britain, UK or Limey Land, whatever you want to call those people from that area, when they use the term Copper Color. They're talking about a light-skinned group of people. Now, today, we won't use that term copper color. We'll say Jay-Z's brown skin or Beyonce's light brown or George Lopez, he's light brown. Or we'll say Oscar De La Hoya, he's just brown skin. But that's not what they did in Limey Land. When they seen lighter shades of brown... They just lumped everybody up and said copper colored, right? That's what copper colored means, just light-skinned. So, let's put it all together. Why do we have a community of black Americans that's running around and calling themselves copper colored? And the shade tone is dark brown, brown mahogany, etc., and the reason for that is because they're being misled. The Aboriginal community is taking these guys on for a ride. And they can't correct themselves because 
they don't like to read and they become a joke. They, which are the followers of this Aboriginal community, become the victim of a farce, uh, a mockery, a sham, right? They become a laughingstock because they're falling victim to someone that's investing in their confusion. So they make memes like the one we're looking at in front of us and it says, who was copper colored? And then they put a penny in front of you. Then they follow this up by putting a definition from the 1828 dictionary and the definition is American. See, that's deceptive right off the back, right? Because if I would have made the meme, I would have put who was copper colored. And then at the bottom, I would have put the definition of copper. So you can see that if you are self-identifying as a copper colored person, then you can line that up, 1828 Dictionary, of what the color code and the color scheme was for copper. But you, you, you can't put that there because it won't fit. Because if you put the color scheme that's associated with the 1828 Dictionary of Copper, it's going to say pale, red, tinged, and yellow. And nobody on the mean fits that. But the people that it's not meant to fit. You see how that works? See, again, somebody's playing with you, man. They're trying to confuse y'all out there. They know you don't want to read it. They know you're not going to read it. So they can continue the farce. But, you know, let's let's uh, dig a little deeper with this term copper color, right? Eventually, though, right? People is going to figure out what copper color really means many of us that's from the uh, conscious community we already know because the conscious community read books we don't mind reading anything we don't mind researching anything and when you research a lot and you read a lot people that come along that don't read and you expose their thought pattern because they just like to listen to videos and Hear the music in the back. They call you an agent. <laughs> because they try to figure out how do you know things that they don't know. And we just know because we don't mind reading. It's just that simple. It's not even that deep. It's just that simple. Copper color means light-skinned. Limey Land didn't have the science to put together color schemes like we do today. Right? They just don't. We don't call Cardi B. Copper color. We say she's light skinned. We don't call Fat Joe and Holly Berry, and we just don't do that. But look, here's what I do want you to consider, though, right? The conscious community already know. We know copper color means light skinned. It's, it's not a big surprise to us, but some of you guys listen, it's going to be a surprise to y'all. Now, what's going to happen when the unlearned out of the Aboriginal community because we can already see they take clear-cut information and they butcher it up. But what's going to happen when they figure out that copper color just means light-skinned? Where is that going to put our dark-skinned brothers and sisters that follow that garbage? Because we come from a race with a background we're known for playing the colorism game. What's going to happen with that community when they figure out copper color just means light skin? 
How is that going to pan out? You got we got to really think about this now. How's it going to pan out for our dark skinned brothers and sisters that try to make that walk over there? Because in my estimate now, see those guys they already been playing the colorism game over there anyway. All you got to do is just it's not even hard to even just look. The people over there with the biggest platforms, they're not dark skinned. They're not dark brown. They're not brown skinned. Everybody over there with the biggest platforms in the Aboriginal community, they light skinned. Dane is light skinned. Kerry Davis is not dark skinned. He's the inventor of the African Americans ain't African hashtag. That's not no dark skinned brother. He's light skinned. No, he's copper colored. <laughs> What's the guy that read all the books and he reads all, I can't, well, I was trying to think of the guy's name. He reads all the books and he, he think you're slow enough. So he has to come back and interpret the books for you. And he keep, oh man, I can't think his name. I'm trying to think, he, he, it's a hijack. It's a hijack. What's that guy named that anytime he read a book and it says African, he think you're slow. So he said, oh, it's a hijack. And then he make up another territory that, Caramillo, that's the guy's name, Caramillo. Right, right. You look at Caramillo, he's not dark-skinned. You look at Chief Two Hawks, he's not dark-skinned. They're copper-colored. <laughs> Don't you notice that nobody over there that's dark brown got a big platform like the rest of those guys? That'll, that'll just strike it some eye to me. And then, you know, this is this is another thing that strikes out to me because this is I'm like, uh, I see that community and I say, man, those guys got a good hustle going on. They hustling over there. Right. And there's an element of me being from Detroit. I do. kind, I just do respect hustles. I just don't like when you mislead people for the hustle. Yo, but dig this. Here's the biggest farce over there. Right. They're running this genealogy game. And they're selling genealogy books. They're selling them 70, 80 dollars a pop. And they're selling mugs and shoes and everything. But look, it, it's capitalism. It's cool. But watch this, though. Those guys is maybe like two, three hundred videos deep. I'm talking about collectively, right? The copper color guys over there, right? The Danes, the Mijos, the Kerry Davises, the Chief Hawks, etc., right? Three, four hundred deep collectively in videos. And they're telling everybody about genealogy. And... I can't find one video where they show their genealogy. I, I just can't find it. They're selling you on the hype of genealogy. But I never seen one video where they broke down their genealogy and it showed that they were Indian and they were this and they were that. Just never happened. I never seen it. Did you see it? Because <laughs> I never seen it. But I don't want to get off track, right? Now, let's not get too far off base, right? Let, let's continue with today's conversation, right? Let's, let's just continue. That's a different story for a different day, maybe, right? <laughs> let's continue. All right. The first source we're going to take a look at is the monthly literary miscellaneous compendium. This is the literary, philosophical, and religious knowledge written in the 19th century out of my city, the city of Detroit, right? So let's take a look. If we go to page 256, it says, a couple of sentences down, it said, The red man of Peru and the copper-colored Mexican surely acknowledge a common origin. They together 
were members of one branch of the family of mankind. So we can see in just a quick couple of the sentences that the Mexican family, they identify as copper colored people. But we already know that. We knew they were light skinned. We just didn't really know what copper color mean. So now when we see writers call other groups of people copper colored and we know what these groups look like. Um, we know that we know that they don't look like uh, Shaquille O'Neal. We know that they don't look like DMX. We know they don't look like Whoopi Goldberg. We just already know that, right? When we're talking about Mexicans, we know that they're like skinned people as a whole, as a group. That's copper color. That's what that is, right? On the sidebar, I want to say this as well. It, it, it seems like when we talk about this indigenous Americas and we talk about people groups. We kind of tend to leave Mexicans out the conversation. I don't even know why. They've always been here. Mexicans are indigenous to the Americas. Nobody brought them here. They've already been here. They know so much about the land that when the so-called white man came over the Atlantic and he committed genocide on the Native American Indians in the territory that we call the United States... But in Mexico, it was just colonization, right? It, it was some killing done, but for the most part, colonization. When the so-called white man built that border, right, that imaginary line that separates the United States and Mexico, our Mexican brothers and sisters know the land so well that they can just dig tunnels from one side of the border to the other side because they just know the land. That shows a deep comprehension of the land that shows a mastery of the land you got to really know the territory to be able to do that but again North America is just one land mass and they choose to call one group indigenous and it's kind of like the other group get left off the Mexicans is what I'm talking about but they always been here 130 million deep in Mexico and almost 40 million deep in the territory that we call the United States but they always been here Let's continue. The next source I'm going to use is called the Elements of Universal Geography, right? Ancient and Modern. This is out of London, 19th century, right? So let's take a look on the inside and let's see what the writer got for us. The Palu Islands, which is over there by the Philippines in Guam. The Palu Islands, though the Spaniards claimed the discovery of these islands... They are not supposed to have visited by any European before 1783 when the Antelope Pack was wrecked there. The largest or alone, which is pleasant and fertile, the natives are courteous, stout, well-made, above the middle size, and of a deep copper color, right? So we can see the skin tone now. Our understanding is starting to open it up. Now that we see more and more of explorers going around the world, going to Mexico and Peru and now over here in the island off of Asia, we see that there are copper colored people all around the world. So copper colored is not this synonymous thing with just the Americas. It doesn't give you a connection to the Americas. You think that because you've been misled to think that. So. Running around calling yourself Copper Color Frankie just because you put Copper Color in front of your name or Copper Color Mika or Copper Color Tawana 
does it make you any more connected to the Americas than anything else? That's just a phrase that came from Limey Land or Britain or England, UK, whatever you want to call it, because they didn't have the science to call it light skin like we do today or light brown or brown skin or, you know, that's how we do it. And if you get deep enough in the neighborhood, we say red bone or yellow bone. But out of Limey Land, they didn't do that, right? But let's stay with this source, right? Let's stay with this source. Let's go to a different page. 242, the chapter of Islands of America, same book. And we're going to go down to where it says character. And it says the Portuguese inhabitants are gay, which means happy. And their manners greatly resemble those of their European ancestors. The natives, which we're talking about in this case is Brazil. The natives are of a copper color with straight black hair and mostly below the middle size. They are strong, active, lively, and gay, of course, which means happy. So now we're just moving along the globe a little bit. We go from Mexico. We went to Peru. We went to an island of Asia. And we see there's copper colored people all around the world, right? And it goes on to also say that the Portuguese have not as yet penetrated far into the interior of the Brazil. So we're just talking about on the coastlines when they just parked the boats and parked the ships and they got out. That's who they ran into. All right. Copper color. Does it mean dark brown people? I hate, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to go down that street because I just look, look, I, I will say this, right? I will say this, you know, we can overlook the babies because the babies don't know no better. They don't supposed to, but it can trouble you a little bit when you have people that's 25, 30, 35 and up. And they're incompetent. Somebody can come along and tell you anything. These are not like real children that you're talking to when you we get on these platforms. And these are adults that's kind of like pushing this ideology. They're not children. And they're tripping up other adults. And that's something that's um, that's kind of serious in my estimate. That's not no play play thing. Somebody can call you copper color and they can show you a penny. Just think about this now. Think about this. They can pass memes around social network with a penny next to it. And then call you copper colored. And then don't even show you the definition of copper. And you went for it. That's kind of scary, right? But then again, we got grown men saying that they're Hebrews. They're the real Jews, but they don't know how to be Jews. These are the black Americans I'm talking about. That's calling the so-called white Jew the fake Jew. And then it's like a repeat because now we see that black Americans have now changed the tune just a little bit. And they call in the cop colored Indians, <laughs> the fake Indians. But you don't even know the first thing about being quote unquote Indian. You got to go to him to figure out how to be Cherokee. You got to go to him to figure out how to be Choctaw. You got to go to him to find out how to be Cheyenne and Lakota. 
it's kind of weird, man. Like you have to go to him. You don't know. You got to go to him. That's weird to me. Uh, let's continue. The source I have in front of us now is entitled Slavery as it is to the Negro or African race. Holy scriptures, the origin of the black man's color. This is a very, very important source. And I put it last for a reason. There's a line I want to unpack with this particular source, right? So let's take a look. We're going to go like in the first or second sentence, maybe. And then we're going to pick up there. It says, thus, the genealogy of the descent of the Jews is made out. And as it is well known that the Jews in their pure and unamalgamated state is red or copper colored. This is the Jews we're talking about. We prove by this fact, in connection with the foregoing evidence, that the antediluvians, which is the people that was here before the flood, with the father of the human race, were red men and women. But if it is necessary to add any other circumstances corroborative of the above conclusion, we may mention that the Arabs, which is Middle Eastern people, or Ishmaelites, are red or copper colored as well as the Jews. And are alike the descendants of Abraham, who was the race of Shem, as above shown, one of the sons of Noah. All right, there's a lot to unpack here. So first things first, we see that the writer is identifying Jews and people from the Middle East, what we call the Middle East today, along with Arabs, are red and copper colored people. We're pretty familiar, us as far as black Americans in the United States, we're familiar with the skin tones of our Arabian brothers and those from the Middle East, right? We So we already... We see that copper colored, right, means light-skinned. That's what we call light-skinned in black America. Now, so far, we went to Peru. Then we went to Mexico. We went to Brazil. We went to an island off Asia. And now we're back in the Middle East. And we see that all of these people are called copper color, right? They're not dark-skinned people. That's not it. I hate that somebody told you that because now it's just what it is. It's the truth. Now I just got to give you the facts. This is what I want to unpack from this particular source, right? Because it's going to lead me to us having a spinoff conversation about the term black, right? About the term black. So there's a few theories that's floating around and they, and one of them is, this out of Africa theory, right? Sometimes these guys from the Aboriginal community, they say that everybody thinks they're from Africa because of Charles Darwin. And that's not so. Charles Darwin was big in Germany, but we're not Germans. So I don't care how big he was over there. Not a big deal. We're black Americans from the United States. Charles Darwin also believed that to some extent, humans came from apes. So, no, that's not where we get this uh, or they get this um, out of Africa theory or all black people. Let me say it that way. Or the theory that all black people came from Africa. This theory came out of biblical texts, right? And the theory kind of goes as follows. There was a man named Noah and he had three sons. The sons was named Shem, Ham and Japheth. 
right? Ham means Cam, which just means blackness. And then Japheth is the father of the white race. And Sham is the father of Asians, which goes from Saudi Arabia, Israel, Syria, all the way back to China. All right. Now, this is where the term black come from. It's like a twofold meaning. Yes, it has something to do with your skin tone, but not really, because even in blackness, right, we have a lot of wiggle room there. There's a lot of variety. So you go from Holly Berry to Barack Obama to, um, I don't know, Beyonce to Jay-Z to there's a lot of skin tones in blackness, right? There's a lot. So it's not like somebody putting a black object next to you and saying, well, your skin tone is really not this black. It has nothing to do with that. Blackness is associated with ham. And ham is a character out of the biblical text. Now, here's how it comes back to us. The so-called white man, for the most part, is Christian. So... Even in his voyages, when he began to go around the world as an explorer and he came to the Americas, he wanted to put every people group he's seen in that box of three. That box of three being Japheth, Ham, and Sham. But Americas gave him some trouble, right? Because up until the end, he kind of always thought there was three races on the planet. So anywhere he's seen people with woolly hair, dark skin, and... Thick lips, he say that's black. Didn't really matter your skin tone. When he's saying black, he mean the child of him. That's what black really, really means, right? When he's saying white, he's saying the child of Japheth. That's what white really, really means. He's not really talking about his skin tone. He is, but he's not. If you get, you kind of get where I'm coming from. When he's talking about China and people from Iran and people from Israel he's looking at them like they're the children of Shem Semites that's where they get that term from Semites and going back to what I was going to say earlier when he got to the Americas it kind of threw him off because he didn't really know what box to put these Indians in he just didn't have a clue so it went from three races to four races and then they did a little bit more exploring and they went through certain parts of Asia and they found another group of people that didn't fit in that box of three. So according to the so-called white man, now there's five races on the planet. He just know where to put the three. He know where to put the Hamites and the Japhites and the Shemites, but he's having trouble with the other two. So that's blackness. That's where the term black come from. It has nothing to do with our people saying, well, black means no standing in law. So it's not as if you can just start calling yourself something outside of black and he's going to treat you different. You can call yourself whatever you want because there's 50 some countries in Africa already and everybody calling themselves what they want. And then there's a bunch of more tribes on top of that. It doesn't matter what you call yourself. He's looking at you like a Hamite. That's where the black come from. 
Right. I just hope I brought just a little clarity. Maybe we have a conversation down the line and kind of like and we can pull out some of the more important details within that conversation. But that's where you get the blackness from. And as another side note, Hebrew Israelites are saying that they are from Shem, not Ham. Shem. So, yeah, (laughs) there's something else we can have a conversation about. All right. But let's continue. So in our conclusion, we're going to read a last and follow up slide and statement by one of our ancestors. His name is Frederick Douglass. And this statement can be found in My Bondage and My Freedom, which was written in 1855. And it says, as the day advanced, the heat increased. And it was not until the afternoon that we reached the much dreaded end of the journey. I, Frederick Douglass, found myself in the midst of a group of children of many colors, black, brown, copper colored, and nearly white. I had not seen so many children before. Great houses loomed up in different directions and a great many men and women were at work in the fields. So in closing, we see... Our ancestor, our brother, Freddie Douglas, he's just talking about what he's seen. And he's seen different shades of blackness. Black, brown, copper color, which is light-skinned and nearly white. So, going back to the original context, though. Copper colored, just keep in mind, this is coming out of Limey land. Right? England. British. You know what I'm talking about. That's whose term that is and they didn't have the science of breaking down skin tones kind of like we do today you know we say such and such is caramel brown and such and such is light skinned brown skin and light brown they just didn't do that they put everybody in one lump they said copper color in the south you begin to see though um, a graduation of the term copper color Right. Trying to be a little bit more descriptive. You start seeing things like Sambo, which meant dark skinned. And you see Maluto or light Maluto and dark Maluto. Then you see yellow complexion, light yellow, dark yellow. It's like funny terms like that. But it's just it's a graduation of copper color. But you can still find copper color. Right. And I hope this brings an understanding to you, because now. When you're reading back in history and you see runaway slaves, they're in the Gazette, right, which is the newspaper. We don't say Gazette anymore. We say newspaper, but this is the newspaper at the time. And the subscriber will post copper colored about the age of 20 and some change. His name is Johnny. He's a runaway. He got blue britches with the blue jacket to match. And he has this type of walk, that type of walk. Now we understand that when we see copper color for a runaway slave, they're not talking about anybody Shaquille O'Neal complexion. They're not doing that. They're not talking about anybody um, Lauren Hill complexion. That's somebody's Drake complexion when you start seeing copper color. So I hope everybody enjoyed today's conversation. It's good that we have an understanding. It's good that we begin to open our eyes and 
We got to pay more attention to history and we just have to read not only our circumstances, but around the world. Because this term copper color, again, has nothing to do with America. It doesn't make you any close to America. We just seen today with the sources that we went over that people in the Middle East was called copper colored. People in the Americas from Mexico or Peru or Brazil or you go back to the island in Asia. They are copper colored people around the globe. And I don't want you being made a fool of being dark skinned, being dark brown, calling yourself a copper colored person, making yourself a joke to the nations around the world. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. This is Real Black Hot to This Forum Podcast, man. This is Big VJ. I get it with you guys later. Peace.